welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Today we have the opportunity to talk about wisdom. Thank you for joining me again as we talk about wisdom. Let's think about all these virtues as coming forth out of a tree. So picture a tree planted in the ground, the ground that is the soil of our triune God, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Springing up out of that is love. Love, faith, hope, and love remain. The greatest of these is love. Christ commanded us to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So springing up out of this tree of virtue is the the trunk of love grounded in the triune God, and it branches out into uh, faith, into hope, into humility, into the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, coming from love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So these branches come out wisdom, comes from the branch of faith. We know that wisdom is a gift of the Holy Spirit, and as we study wisdom, let's keep that in mind. It is linked to uh, time and uh, age and wisdom, experience. There's wisdom in a multitude of counsels, so people can have an influence in our wisdom. But it also is linked to truth calmness, peace, patience, perseverance. Because as Thomas Akempis said, when anger enters the mind, wisdom departs. When anger enters the mind, wisdom departs. If we seek to have too much wisdom, the excess of wisdom is the vice of disdain. If we think that we are so wise in and of ourselves, we may look down on others. And if we if we have no ignorance, no, no uh, wisdom rather, we have ignorance. When we are deficient of wisdom, we have ignorance or foolishness. The definition of wisdom is the ability to use your knowledge, belief, and experience to make good decisions, give good advice, and make right decisions. Some ancient philosophers believed that wisdom was the root of all virtues, but as we read in Scripture, we've seen that there's something that comes before wisdom. Proverbs 9.10 and Psalm 111.10 both teach us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This fear is a respect and an awe of our mighty creator God for who he is and all his attributes that set him apart from humanity and us as the created. There are many great portions of scripture about wisdom and the importance of cultivating wisdom in our lives, the well-balanced virtue of wisdom in our lives should lead to understanding and a rightly ordered actions, 
rightly ordered love and affection that seek to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Let's look at James 3, 13 through 18. James was the brother of Jesus. Um, and in uh, James 3, we see, Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, good conduct, let him show his works in meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes from above, but it is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. What a great verse on wisdom. As we look at other portions of Scripture in, that have to do with wisdom, we see Proverbs three thirteen through 18. Blessed are those who find wisdom, who, uh, those who gain understanding for wisdom portrayed as a as a, a female here wisdom she is more profitable than silver and yields better return than gold she is more precious than rubies nothing you desire can compare with her long life is in her right hand in her left hand are riches and honor her way her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are peace she is a tree of life for those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. Proverbs 1, 1 through 7 introduces the book of Proverbs as a book of wisdom, and it can be applied to justice, casting out ignorance, applied to youthful desires, and a whole host of other scenarios. Wisdom is what we need to crave. In 1 Corinthians 1, 18-21, we see that Christ crucified is God's power and wisdom. It'll make worldly aspects and attributes seem foolish because of wisdom. We see that Jesus Christ, when He was young, He is said to, in Luke 20, 52 to have grown in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Wisdom is such an important quality. It is linked to truthfulness and knowledge. There's wisdom in a multitude of counsel, as we mentioned before. Humility to ask for wisdom is also important. And we see, as we read earlier from Thomas Akempis, not, not the sin in our anger. We're reminded of that. So, let's turn our attention to disdain. When we seek, we, we have so much wisdom, we have dislike for someone or something uh, that we have determined not to be worthy. Proverbs 29.7 tells us, A righteous man knows the rights of the poor 
and a wicked man does not understand such knowledge. And if we have ignorance, that's just as bad. Ignorance is the lack of knowledge and understanding or information about something. 1 Peter 1.14 says, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. Above all, seek wisdom. Brothers and sisters, let's pursue that wisdom that's found in the true, good, and beautiful triune God. Do you know someone in your life who's wise? Cultivate a relationship with them. Be humble enough to seek a multitude of counsel. Pour yourselves into Scripture. I'll do the same as well. Let's make that commitment and seek to gain understanding. Avoid ignorance. Avoid disdain. Let's read again Psalm 1. When we read that, Blessed is a man that walks not in the counsel of the unrighteous, nor stands or sits in the way of sinners or mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on this law he meditates day and night. Let's seek that wisdom. Let's cultivate all those virtues that go along with wisdom for the good of others and the the glory of God alone. I want to be a person of, of great wisdom so I can pass it on to others, so I can help guide my children and lead my family and and serve the organization that I'm employed at. I want to be a person of wisdom. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes humility. It takes surrendering to God and trusting the Holy Spirit to work. Let's cultivate that virtue of wisdom this week. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to TimDernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.